0: Another episode of the Hot Cocoa Podcast. You're here with me, Gabby,
1: and me, Emma. And hello, (laughs) thanks
0: for joining us. Sorry, we did not agree on who was going to take the lead on that next sentence. Usually, we freestyle and it
1: works, but sometimes there's Mm -hmm. a little bit of overlap.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: you know, we don't cut anything out. We don't.
0: And I don't know if that's a good or a bad
1: thing. We used to cut so much, and it just sounded so janky.
0: But I I feel like
1: we're better at moving on quicker now
0: yeah but I also used to cut everything where we would be like uh, yeah it was uh, a lot so um which I think is what you're supposed to do as yeah. a podcaster it just doesn't feel right but who has time for that it takes literally. like three hours literally and I used to stay up until like one in the morning yeah friggin' editing this you thing. would do a lot and uh, um, now I just cut the beginning and the end. Yes. And I'm like,
1: whoop, oop. okay. On the topic of moving on. Yeah. Why don't we do that now?
0: <laughs> I just wanted to let them know why they get to hear all that stuff. <laughs> Thank um, you for informing them. And if them. it matters or not. Because I don't know. Like, who decided that that matters? It's one of those things where you're like, who decided this was industry standard?
1: Yeah, it's annoying. I don't know. Um. So we're very excited, guys. It's not exactly right now. We just missed it. But... This is our two-year anniversary. Yeah, I guess
0: technically it was, like, October 5th or 6th or something in the calendar is our two-year anniversary. Yeah,
1: I remember you were out apple picking with your boyfriend last week, and you texted me. You're like, oh, my God, it's our two-year anniversary. Yeah. But, yeah, we're very excited. Um I feel like there's no better way to celebrate it than to do this episode and then watch the first episode of the new season of The Bachelor tonight. It just feels like we're coming full circle. Wow.
0: That's a classic Gabby
1: and Emma mess around It really is a classic (laughs) Gabby and Emma mess around and drinking copious amounts.
0: Hot podcast, wine, Bachelor. Well, Emma doesn't drink wine anymore because she's allergic to it. Yes. Uh, Beer, Corona. Mm,
1: Beer, Corona.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it really is like a TBT Tuesday.
1: Yeah, it feels good. Mm -hmm. Um, so for those of you longtime listeners, you would know that our very first episode was a Q and a getting to know us episode, a classic early podcast thing. Yeah. And we then did it last year. We did a one year later Q and a re getting to know us. Yeah. We are now doing a re re getting to know us. This is the third year in a row we've done this. So
0: holy cow. Where does the time go? I know. I feel like I just moved into this apartment. Literally. You know?
1: What year is it? I don't know. <laughs> we're like 22 years old now. Like, what? We started this when we were like 19. No. We were 20.
0: Right? <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm dumb. I think maybe
1: we had just turned 20, yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe. Either
1: way, it's been a while. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a minute. It's pretty crazy. Oh, also because uh, last week was our 80th episode.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, that's so crazy. So
0: I don't know, guys who's been who's been here? As if you could answer me since we did seasons because we used to do like 10 episodes, 10 episodes, yeah, and take breaks in between. And then for the last year is our first year of no seasons.
1: Yeah, where we just keep going no matter what because yeah. we realized no one wants a break because when we're on holiday, you're on holiday, and that's when you want content. So.
0: Yeah, and I think before we maybe put more pressure on our episodes because we were like, oh, this is one of ten. Like, it better be good.
1: It's so true. We would, like, map it out so that the flow was good for the whole season, and now we just we're better at doing it as you go.
0: We also used to have guests, other crazy
1: concept. I know. We had a lot of guests, and then we realized – I think because we did a one season, like a mini season, where we interviewed people – like every day and Mm -hmm. we kind of realized that we don't want to interview people anymore and so we have guests occasionally when it makes sense
0: yeah I think I was trying to remember when our last guest Carly
1: right before we went home
0: oh yeah and I felt like that was relevant because she was like you know how it was coming from an angle that we didn't really have yeah um and adding to the conversation so yeah
1: yeah and so maybe we'll have another guest sometime and now it's just too hard because of the pandemic we don't really want anyone to come into our home
0: yeah carly we did a virtual interview with and honestly virtual interviews are not my favorite
1: it's not ideal yeah the only thing that made it doable is the fact that she has a podcast and so she had the equipment yeah. but i wouldn't yeah. do like a phone
0: yeah that's actually a big pet peeve of mine yeah. is that Low-qual people interviews edit out their ums and ahs but then settle for a telephone interview it's which just
1: sounds horrible. so annoying it's so annoying. so yeah whatever um anyways do we have any life updates to give before we dive in
0: i don't know i feel like you have the life update of like you're gradually becoming tiktok famous
1: ah yes that (laughs) okay (laughs) it just sounded funny yeah um yeah i don't know what's been happening on tiktok but i think i'm finally starting to pop off a little bit guys like i don't want to get in my opinion what was
0: happening is that you like found your niche i did find my niche which is true femme lesbian skater girl
1: yeah that's true that is that is my niche a toronto femme lesbian skater girl and um it's been really fun i've been going live almost every day i told gabby that today i had over 500 people Mm -hmm. tune in which was exciting Mm -hmm. um almost at 10k followers so yeah that's exciting um but yeah that's kind of been my whole life lately is just watching buffy the vampire slayer playing solitaire and uh going on TikTok, and that's literally it.
0: That's true.
1: And I l- and skateboarding, and I like it. <laughs> How different is your life from a year ago?
0: Uh, completely. Completely. <laughs>
1: Actually, the opposite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I spoiled your life update. I don't know. Did you have anything no, else to say about No, that's okay.
1: That? I literally had, I couldn't think of any life updates, so that's good. Thank What's you. What's your um, TikTok handle if someone wants to follow you? It's, you did this for why. Yeah. <laughs> figure it out also you can just type in my name because i have my full name in my bio
0: cooper is sitting on the couch next to me like staring
1: aggressively like, in, in a frightening distance. way as <laughs> if he was something possessed. was weird about that stare yeah. that's unlike him i didn't like it i didn't like it at all
0: <laughs> anyway. why does he look bigger than he usually does he's just a chubby guy he looks like a mammoth <laughs> oh i said to emma the other day like isn't it crazy that we have a cat and a dog
1: like, i don't we're know a, we're
0: like a family honestly we are a family <laughs> <laughs> like hey, coco and cooper are just so i feel like codependent now yeah i don't know how we're gonna so separate them. we can't they love each other in a non morbid way i think that we may have to live together until coco dies because yeah. i don't know how he's gonna live without i cooper. agree
1: <laughs> he depends on him he's his seen like, support dog yeah he's this <laughs> emotional support animal hmm Cooper has, however, been attacking Coco all day, like in a playful way, but I think that's what he was about to do. But this morning I was sitting Mm. on the couch and he kept, this is what he does because Coco is pretty deaf now for those of you guys who've missed that update. And so he depends on Cooper's actions to tell like if someone's at the door, he sees if Cooper runs to the door. Yeah. Cooper has figured this out. And this morning he would run to the door so that Coco would come out of his house and then Cooper would run back. No! And as Coco was going back into his house, he would jump on him. And he did so it like, cute. He did Why it like four times.
0: Him? Wow. Cooper's a genius. I know. He was That's like, good for Coco. Coco needs to run and have some playful, youthful energy in his life.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But yeah, it was a very exciting morning. And I think Cooper's really just learning how to manipulate Coco in a healthy way
0: (laughs) well that's the basis of all relationships it's true (laughs) wow how do i manipulate you but make you like it (laughs) and not be too toxic (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i don't know life updates for me are not that exciting like i'm working you know i do my job yeah and then I am excited because I get to go home for Christmas. I wasn't sure if I would be able to travel to the U.S. Yeah. But that has been a a resolution made in the last couple of weeks that I will, in fact, be going there. Yeah. And I think, hopefully, fingers crossed, my boyfriend is going to come, too. Yeah. Which I am very excited about. So fun, because he hasn't met your family. No, he hasn't met my family. And I was saying to my mom yesterday that, like, I think our family... I've just become so keenly aware of like how white we are and like, it's so funny <laughs> and I'm just, I keep saying like, I don't think Andrew knows that he's in for like, <laughs> it's like the way white that my shit. family like. functions is just so different than yeah. um, like how he grew up yeah. and a lot of the families that he's like, like his friends, families and stuff. Yeah. I think we just function very differently. Like I was telling him the other day I was on the phone with my grandpa and my grandpa's like, How's Andrew? I heard he was moving. Like, that must be so much work. (laughs) And I was thinking, like, oh, this is the first time he's he's getting his new place so he must have to buy so much stuff like you never know you never realize how much stuff you have to buy like someone should throw him a moving shower like and so I was telling Andrew I was like oh my my grandpa was asking about you and Yeah, he's like your grandpa was asking about me like what
1: yeah and I'm just like uh he just comes from like a more traditional, involved okay yeah. like
0: there's people across the United States that are thinking about you that you don't even know exist yeah but they're like talking uh, yeah and they're probably going to send you housewarming gifts. <laughs> they will be sending you things. <laughs> so anyway, I'm just really excited. And I told my mom, I was like, I think I'm just excited for him to meet you guys. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think he's just going to get a kick out of like he's gonna our family so dynamic. Funny. I don't yeah. even know if like super white is like the right term because actually my brother is dating a girl now and he's met her family and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. And he said to us, he was like, "Oh my God, her They're family like is so white." white. And but like, you know what? You
1: guys are like progressive white in the sense that like your mom cooks food of all different cultures, and like <laughs> your dad's not white. Like, I mean, yeah, I know
0: my mom. Well, that's what my mom said she's like, "Your dad would be furious if he heard you say that." And you're I was literally
1: like, not white. <laughs> uh, I know. We're yeah. No, he. He's you're a, white presenting, but you're not yeah. white. He's a
0: first-generation American guy. He was born and raised in uh, Bolivia. Yeah. He is definitely not white. Yeah. But he has fully embraced American culture. He has
1: embraced (laughs) the American culture. He is the quintessential American dream
0: poster child. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, that's my life update. I'm going home. I'm bringing my um, Korean-Canadian boyfriend with me, and I'm really excited about it.
1: So Mm -hmm. fun. So exciting. Yeah. So journey. Yeah.
0: Um. I don't know. Should we
1: dive on into the episode? Let's dive on in. That was fun. They got a little sneak peek of who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So today we're going to be doing our third annual Q&A, Getting to Know Us, re-updated, as we said. And we thought we would start by giving you a few quick like ASL facts, like, you know, age, sex, location, what's up with us, who we are, yeah, in case you're newer and you want just like a quick overview.
0: Yes. If you are a newer person to this podcast. Yeah
1: do you want to get started yeah okay
0: so my name is gabby hi gabby thanks for having me on the podcast emma
1: anytime gabby
0: um i am 22 years old like i said i am half bolivian half basically just caucasian american um i was born in the u.s i was born in florida Then I moved to Connecticut, lived there for a little while. Then I moved to Canada. Now I'm a doodle, a doodle, (laughs) (laughs) a doodle citizen.
1: Your mom would be so happy to hear that.
0: Yes, Uh, I'm a dual citizen, Mm -hmm. and but personally, I like to consider myself Canadian. And actually, yesterday I was watching a TikTok that was like, "Put a finger down, Canadian." edition Mm -hmm. and or raised in canada edition i think that's what it was yeah and i hit all of them except for one i don't remember what the one was but it was stupid but i was like
1: oh i am so like raised in canada it's actually funny because you're mostly canadian yeah and the only things that give it away that you weren't raised (laughs) here are a few random words that you pronounce and um like ytv shows because you don't have YTV in the states yeah and YTV is like such a huge thing here and so like Life with Derek like all that I've stuff. watched
0: Life with Derek and we have talked about this. what is it that you haven't watched in a row actually you're right there's a few shows know. you haven't
1: watched I think that
0: yeah probably shows that you watch when you're un- under the age of 10 like yeah. more like toddler early childhood shows yeah because Yeah, like you said, I
1: was not here for that. Like, it's nothing substantial, but Mm -hmm. just randomly sometimes I'll be like, what? You haven't seen that? Like, I'll just start talking about a show, you'll be like, I've never heard those words before. (laughs) I don't know.
0: It's so funny. Yeah, because I moved here when I was 10, so I saw a lot of, like, the Disney Channel era shows that were on, like, Family Channel and YTV and stuff like that, so. Yeah. I don't know. It's Um, just a few little
1: things, but yeah, I would say you're Canadian. Yes,
0: More. so that is my history. Then, uh, currently, I am a photographer. I'm a freelance yeah. photographer specialized in headshot and personal branding photography. So, if you are located in the GTA and are looking for a photographer to do those things for you, I yeah. can do them. And I'll do a really good job because I have a degree in photography. Yay. Yay. And that's how I met Emma. Yeah. Getting my degree in photography at Ryerson University. Yeah. And we have lived in this apartment together for two and a half years. Yes. With our dog for the whole time. Well, my dog. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I know there are pets now. Yeah. And then, most recently, Emma's cat, Cooper. And yes. we say that we co-parent these children we do
1: co-parent the children (laughs) we're nervous about the divorce that will come one day (laughs) the friendly separation yeah the conscious uncoupling the conscious uncoupling (laughs) that's what's gonna happen and oh my god cooper's gonna be so sad but oh no we'll cross that bridge when we get there yeah that's a problem for another time yeah (laughs) yeah um anything else you want to add or you Mm. feel like that was i think that was a good
0: yeah, I think that was like pretty comprehensive. Um in the it span was. of this podcast, you've seen me go through two relationships so far. Yeah. I'm serial monogamous. That's she that's is. how I identify. She in fact is. And after many years about fretting over this label, I have decided to fully embrace it.
1: Yeah. And serial uh, monogamy yeah. in a healthy way, kind of. <laughs> that yeah, should be an episode.
0: Isn't everyone just a little bit healthy? That's like, true. Whatever. So. <laughs> yes. That's that. Currently, my boyfriend's name is Andrew, like
1: you heard. Yes. Andrew.
0: <laughs> no more anonymity for him. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a character on the podcast. Yeah, he's now.
1: lost that privilege. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, he will regain it. If, knock on wood you guys break up will be like yes. X number three so
0: in the beginning <laughs> in the end of the relationship yeah <laughs> you get to be anonymous but in the middle
1: in the middle it's all free it's all free sacrifice. for all if you're on Instagram you're you're free yeah for well because that's
0: the thing I could be like oh my boyfriend but and then like, you can just
1: go to her page and see pictures of his face like, yeah
0: and his name so with whatever. him tagged
1: um all right well hi guys I'm Emma I'm also 22. I'm yeah. from Edmonton, Alberta, born and raised, moved here for school to go to school for photography with Gabby, mm-hmm. and um, I am doing five years, and so Gabby has graduated, and she's a working lady, and I'm in school yeah. still, and so I'm doing a thesis right now, and uh, I'm making a documentary about my family, so that's fun. Yeah. Um, Do you have any fun facts about your childhood? Oh, yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> what I don't know why that was so weird um yeah some fun facts about my childhood I grew up um in a house with my grandma my mom my aunt my uncle and my two cousins who everyone in elementary school called my brothers mm-hmm. because we lived together and looked the same and so my cousins slash brothers my brothers, brothers. <laughs> yes um I grew up with them I speak English and French fluently.
0: Yes. Could you say something exciting in French? I never hear you speak French.
1: Um. I feel I, so much pressure whenever someone says <laughs> say something. I'm like, hello, how are you today?
0: <laughs> um. Can you say? I have two sons. Their names are Cooper and Coco.
1: Um. J'ai deux fils. C'est non-son Couper et Coco. <laughs> ah, <Cooper>. Oui, oui, <laughs> Couper. <laughs> uh, ah. Wow,
0: she does speak French,
1: guys. <laughs> she we do speak it. French. And I went to a English-French-Ukrainian elementary school, so I had to learn O Canada and English-French and Ukrainian, but it's like a remix where all three are combined. And so to this day, I don't think I could sing O Canada in either three language from start to finish. Wow. Yeah, so that's a fun little... Hodgepodge fact. That's crazy. Um, Yeah. Oh, and also, I am gay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was like a fun little plot twist since last year. I did come out this summer. Um, I would say we're sticking to the label gay right now. We're keeping it vague. Yeah. We'll see what happens in the future, but I'm not dating men currently because I think they're disgusting right now. (laughs) Maybe I'll change my mind one day. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cooper's, so Cooper good. and
1: Coco are more than enough male energy yeah, for me.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Testosterone. Mm-hmm. All okay. righty. All righty. Should we do this? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. All right. So we have pulled, basically in our first year, we pulled a bunch of questions from um, different, like, getting to know you forums and stuff, and we yeah. picked our favorites, and then last year we picked out our favorites of those. And so then this year we kind of went back and we chose a new mix of those questions just to fix, mix it up a little bit.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, there's only so many getting to know you questions that you can ask that aren't just like BS. Yeah. So that's why they continue to choose from like the same pool. And it's also fun to see how the answers change.
1: Yeah. So we do have some that have overlapped for all three years, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we do these in order? Yeah. This random order? Okay. Let's do it. Gabby, what are your current favorite TV shows?
0: Well, excellent question. Yes. Um. Actually, I think something that has changed over the last two years since we started living together is that we actually watch a lot of shows together now. Mm-hmm. We didn't really used to watch the same TV shows. Like. That's true. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's true. We... We didn't have like... Maybe
0: since last year, but definitely in the first year, I feel like we didn't share shows that often. We like had our separate...
1: You're right. I think The Bachelor was like the first show that we shared. And then I think after that, maybe that broke the seal. Yeah.
0: Maybe. interesting. I don't know. So um, all I was going to say is that this might be like a lot of overlap. There is a the lot of overlap. Of yeah. But I've really been enjoying Killing Eve that we've been watching. Oof, I love Killing. Oh, Eve. Oh, also the other thing that I was gonna say is that it's so hard to narrow down what I've watched this year just because of quarantine. We've I watched have a watched lot. So many things. Yeah. That I'm just like I don't I don't know like I've seen yeah. it everything. Yeah. I like everything. So you've
1: been watching shows with your boyfriend and with me. Yeah. And I feel like I've been watching shows with you and by myself. Yeah. And so we've watched, like, an equal amount. And probably. I
0: also watched a lot of shows when I went home.
1: Oh, true. I'm sure true. you did, too. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Um, what are your favorites right now? So you have Killing yeah. Eve. Killing Eve on my own. I like to watch Grey's Anatomy, which is not very unique, but I just got invested in it, like, two years ago. And, and it's I've your filler been show. been watching it ever since. Yeah. And right now, I'm on season 11. Derek Shepard just died. Whoa. For anyone. I mean... it's come out so long ago yeah it came out when i was in like grade 11 or something (laughs) yeah so how many seasons are there i think there's like 17
1: Like that's such a a good show to have
0: yeah so i mean it's still on tv and there's like five more seasons on netflix that i haven't watched yet um yeah basically that's where i'm at in the show in case you're wondering what else um we've been watching kim's convenience that's guys, been a if, cute filler. Yeah, if you don't watch like CBC shows, you should. You should go support Chits Creek, Working Moms. Yeah. Um, you Kim's can watch
1: them on CBC Gem. It's free. You don't even have to sign up. Um, you can get on your phone and just airplay it to your TV. Or I think there's a TV app too. Super fun. Super easy.
0: Yeah. And guys, actually, as I learned about this in one of my classes last year, we had a speaker from CBC Gem. Yeah. Not Gem. CBC. But it's like a good way to support them by using their actual app instead of using like Netflix or whatever. Yeah. And because it's free, it's pretty easy. So mm-hmm. if you have the capacity, do it. Do that. Do it. Um, I don't know why I can't think of anything else. We've I've been also- watching
1: pen one five. That's kinda cute. Oh yeah. That's really funny. I it's like that It's a funny one. show. It's like two women acting out their lives in middle school. And they're like thirties. But they're like in their thirties, but all the other students that they like play that are their friends are actually in middle school. So it's so weird they'll be like flirting with a boy who's like ten. <laughs>
0: it's very creepy actually. It's so
1: funny, but so weird, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Can I, can I digress for a minute? Yeah
1: of course <laughs> so
0: something that i have an issue with and i've expressed this to Emma, oh yes we've talked about this a lot is the presence and like sheer ex- like extreme quantity of these scenes that i've yeah. seen now of coming of age stories that are about like 12 11 12 13 year olds
1: yeah discovering specifically, themselves specifically
0: discovering themselves specifically masturbating for the first time and us having to watch them do
1: that. And it's like their face, and I feel like they think, oh, like, obviously we can't show anything, like, Neck down because that's inappropriate because they're a child, but we can show their face graphically, feel like going through that. Like, that feels yeah, worse. Like I would rather fucking see an anonymous person's body do some weird shit. Like, yeah.
0: Or just like allude to the fact that that's what's happening and then leave.
1: Yeah. And like, we don't, don't need know. to watch that. Like, we know what that's like. We don't need to yeah. see someone. But there's
0: so many prolonged scenes that are like, you must watch the start to finish. Yeah.
1: There was like a really long one in one episode of Pen 1 5. And yeah. And we got really annoyed. We had to skip it multiple so, times.
0: I just questioned. Um, the necessity of those scenes. I question
1: the ethics and the morality, also.
0: <laughs> yeah, it feels a little bit unethical. It does Why feel are unethical. are sexualizing these young ladies?
1: or yeah. discovering and their it's bodies different, in the like, privacy I feel like,
0: of their bedroom. I feel
1: like when they first did it with, I think Big Mouth, that was okay because it's a cartoon. Yeah,
0: And that's there was true. a specific
1: narrative happening there. It wasn't yeah. just like for the shits and. Um, eighth grade I feel like is another example of I don't know if that exactly happens in eighth grade I can't remember but I feel like that kind of was okay well
0: okay. when shit like that what I think there. is totally okay is to normalize the fact that like normalize young sexuality. girls go through this well as well because it's been a thing about young boys for so long yeah so
1: yeah totally let's but do it, that. the second you sexualize it it becomes weird yeah into like watching
0: this like young girl's face be like
1: coming Uh, uh. on the screen like what it's so creepy i don't know i don't like that so yeah um do you have any other shows or can i see my shows no go for your shows okay so my filler show currently is um buffy the vampire slayer Mm -hmm. i've been really into it i decided it was time um i'm on season four i started about two weeks ago Mm. and so i do go through shows a lot faster than gabby (laughs)
0: Yeah, your your ability to con- consume content will never cease. to <laughs> I know it's so
1: <laughs> chaotic, <laughs> um but yeah. So that's been my like filler show. Other than that, just our sh- our shared shows, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It. The Bachelor comes back tonight. The Bachelor, we're like excited we said about
0: earlier. So that's always a fun activity.
1: There's like a lot of stigma about um gay women watching The Bachelor, and just like how we are supposed to not like it but I was like I like was listening to a podcast episode by these two gay women and one was talking about it's called dyking out and one girl was like um yeah I watched The Bachelor and one was like oh fuck that I don't because I don't like men And the girl that watches it was like, I never watched it because I thought he was hot. Like, that's not the purpose of the show. (laughs) It's because it's fucking hilarious. Wait,
0: that's actually true. It's not like I'm sitting here fantasizing over pilot. You're not (laughs) like, ooh,
1: that could be me. And you're also not like, I feel like the fact that like, even if I'm like shipping a couple, like it doesn't have to be a same sex couple for me to be able to root for them. Because I'm like, love is still love. Like. Yeah. And like straight people can look at a gay couple on TV and be like, oh, that's, that's good for them, you know? So whatever. I think we're kind of over that wave of, I think both feminism and lesbianism where it's like, fuck everything straight, fuck everything like hetero, like normative. Yeah. It's like, we can like it too. Anyways, I'm curious to see what it'll be like watching The Bachelor post coming out and being comfortable with my sexuality. I'm like, will I look at it differently or will I not? Because I don't think I will, but I'm curious to see.
0: Selfishly, I hope that you still like it because I will be. Oh, I'll probably still like heartbroken it. Heartbroken. No, if I'll you still don't like watch it, and I'll still Bachelor watch it
1: with me. But I'm curious if my relationship to it will change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. uh, next question. Next question just gets really real. Oh, that's what are you most looking forward to in the next ten years, Cappy? <laughs> I have no idea what we said in previous ones. Me neither. Actually, I know what you said. i guarantee you. Probably. It.
0: Y'all, you know, I was born like (laughs) on the delivery table being like, I can't wait to be married and have a house and have children. So yeah, that. Yes.
1: Gabby would have (laughs) thrived. Gabby is going to thrive as like a modern day 1950s housewife, like a like a feminist progressive housewife.
0: I mean, I just like doing all of those
1: things. You're good at them and you and, enjoy them.
0: I mean, I don't even, <laughs> this just sounds so dumb. I was going to say, I don't have a problem with working. <laughs> but like, um, I would just like to have a job that's flexible, that allows me to also be a mom, you know, yeah. and like not necessarily be, have the stress of being the primary income provider yeah. so that I can leisurely parent my children yes. and also do some things that are fun and make money. Yes. Yeah. Currently, what I'm fantasizing about is one day, mom, shout out to you. One day we're going to live near each other in the same town. And I think that we should open a store together.
1: Gabby's been talking about this store a lot lately, I'm going to be honest. I don't know. Like, Terry, she's like a lot of very serious about it, in it case you were wondering. It sounds like
0: fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I feel like I've told, this is new that I've added my mom into the mix. Yeah. But, but it has been, like, a secret dream of mine for a while. Like, oh, it'd be really fun to, like, own a little store and, like, you know on a main street you're like the one cool shop and everyone yeah. goes there to buy gifts for their friends like a in this like town. weird small town yeah. so yeah that's still my dream but now i'm like my mom is kind of um bored these days so i think maybe she'd be interested in doing this i think me.
1: that would be a good mother-daughter activity
0: yeah so
1: i don't know so cute mm-hmm. and you guys have similar interior design vibes like you're good at working together yeah we one. like a lot of the
0: same stuff yeah. so i think that it would probably work out i don't know that would be fun. Yeah. So what about you?
1: Um, I don't know. I think that in the next 10 years, I'm looking forward to, um, okay. I feel like this is like the first time in my life, like since I guess since the pandemic, I've like rewired my thought processes uh-huh. where I like, don't really think about the future anymore. I used to overplan. Yeah.
0: I actually honestly don't really think about the future that much anymore. Yeah. You just have
1: that general. Like, I know that I would
0: like to like get married and like maybe have a kid in 10 years. Yeah.
1: That would be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'd like to have some children, however that occurs. Um, I just want to be happy. Um, I'm really looking forward to just growing emotionally in the next decade. I think that this is going to be. I think in my twenties, I'm going to really evolve. I've been six months into therapy. Very Mm. exciting. Imagine what fucking ten years could do. Oh my god, thirty-two-year-old Emma.
0: Who is she? I know she's
1: going to be stable, emotionally mature. Hopefully in love. Hopefully married. Hopefully happy. Hopefully healthy.
0: Hopefully living
1: in Toronto or Vancouver, living her best life. Yeah. okay yeah yeah ditto um how different was your life one year ago today or on the last recap? yeah episode? you know
0: this is a crazy question because for both of us our lives our changed lives a were lot drastically this year different
1: and it's funny because our first to second year
0: I episodes of this like, it didn't too change changed. too much yeah but like we're like different 2019 people. to 2020 who are they? We like we grew. I need a new
1: name, <laughs> for
0: real. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I mean, do you want me to go first?
1: Yeah, stark differences. Let's do it. Okay,
0: stark differences are. I went through a massive breakup. Like yeah, a three-year relationship. Yeah, I was pretty determined to be mm-hmm. single. That happened for like a little while. Yeah, but. Then I got a boyfriend again. Yeah. And now I'm in a very happy relationship. Yeah. And I feel very encouraged to be my best self. And to be honest, I always heard people say like, oh, like this person makes you want to be a better version of me. But I didn't really get that.
1: You were always like, fuck that. I'm already like, the best. like, why would
0: I want to be better? better I'm already the best yeah (laughs) and um basically now I feel that I understand that and I'm not giving him all the credit he's a great guy but I also feel like I grew in a few substantial ways yeah
1: um and you were also just ready to yeah I was was ready
0: and closing that door on my old relationship really like gave me a lot of room to grow yeah and um, that was something in and of itself that I never knew if I could do, would like leave that relationship. Yeah. And so I think even just by that happening and being like, no, like yeah, done, being able to
1: hold your ground, it mm-hmm. like
0: gave me a lot of confidence to just be like, no, I can like, I don't need, it. not just him, but like anyone, like I can do this. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Then obviously I graduated. I mm-hmm. uh started my own business and. That's yeah. bananas. I mean, those are all, like, big things, big <laughs> the, life changes. It was a
1: year of a lot of, like, big life changes. That's so true.
0: Yeah. All amidst a pandemic, which is,
1: you know, Just riveting. throwing a curveball. Yeah. What about you? Um. Yeah, this was also a big life change year for me. I think both personally and career. I think it's – our lives are similar in that way, where we both kind of did 180s yeah. in different directions, but still – 180 same category and I think it's interesting because neither of us were kind of anticipating this result no and you know what I think that's like the best kind of change when like it's
0: natural like things just evolve that way and you're like oh this is right
1: yeah you know yeah I think that I think what's interesting about yours is that you never thought you were gonna be a photographer you were like fuck photography I'm over it and then it slowly grew onto you over the year and then by the end of the year, you were like, and by the summer, you were like, oh, I'm gonna be a photographer now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually, if I could touch on that
0: before yeah, you do dive touch deep on into that. your thing. Yeah. Um, I was just having this conversation with my boyfriend on the weekend about. Um, I always joke around, like I've said it on the podcast a lot. Basically, I already said it in this episode that like I like to do a lot of different things. Yeah. And it's very easy for me to get excited about new things. I actually think that's a trait that we share. We're we do. Like, definitely like, oh my God, imagine we did this. Like that would be so sick. We're like, like big picture yeah. creative director and kind so, of. Yeah, and what I realized is that over the years of university, there had probably been, like, three or four things that I felt that way about. Like, oh, my God, like, I'm so excited about this. Okay, I'm going to, like, give it 110%. I'm going to, like, go all in. Yeah. At the beginning of university, that was photography. I was doing some freelance work and yeah. obviously going to school for that and everything. Yeah. And then it reached a point where I was just like, oh, my God. Like, it's too much. There's so many things that annoy me about this. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I would be having so much more fun doing whatever like insert word here yeah and then basically what happened that kind of brought this to my attention was like you said at the beginning of the summer late spring where I started like thinking about photography again being like maybe I do want to be a photographer maybe I do whatever and then it was became very clear to me that I was like okay I am so guilty of anytime things start to get hard I'm like I don't want to do this anymore yeah when in reality, of course, everything you do is going to be hard. You just have to pick what it is that you're going to do yeah, and hope that you've like, chosen wisely. And there's nothing wrong with pivoting your career, of course. Yeah. But at some point you have to accept like there's like, you know, it's not glamorous all the time like people always say.
1: Yeah. So There's no easy out. So it's like, what do I want to, what do I not hate waking up and doing every day?
0: Yeah. So then I was like, you know what? I think there's a way that I can make photography work for me and I have, you know, a lot of education in this, whatever. So then I went that that route, but that's kind of my like full circle moment with photography. Like, I love it. I hate it. Oh, actually I do Uh,
1: love it. I do love it. Yeah. Yeah. Art school. If you don't hate what you do for multiple years, did you really go?
0: (laughs) Probably not.
1: (laughs) Um, Oh, uh, yeah. Your life changed. Yeah. My life changed from a year ago today. Well, career wise, I was um, working in marketing. I was very invested in kind of that bubble and kind of like social media and stuff. And I guess I still am, but in a different way. And I feel like I was also doing all my school projects towards like the podcast or towards being like a marketing project. Like I was trying to fit all of these projects into that kind of lens of like, oh my God, I need to build this for my career portfolio or I need to, like, master these skills. Yeah. And then I think with, you know, pandemic hitting and just reassessing my life, I was like, I want to spend my last year of university doing what everyone else did for all the other years that I feel like I kind of missed out on, which was, like, just, like, have fun and experiment and make stuff just for the sake of making it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's something I just never did. I never let myself go in that way. I was like, no, I just want to make, like, good, clean things that are going to be on like social media. Cause that was like what made sense to my brain. Yeah. So I can't kind of came full circle with that in the sense that like, I feel like that's how I started doing art stuff. And like, that's when yeah I like found out I love photography and stuff. It was like from dicking around and doing things because I liked the process and not even for the end result, yeah. you know? And so now I'm doing my documentary about my family and I feel like I've, kind of also come full circle which is interesting
0: yeah like, it is ah, interesting. we're getting
1: like priority checks
0: honestly it felt like the um the pandemic was a huge blessing for me in a way yeah because it really just gave me a lot of time to freak out like the quarantine period was like coincided with graduating and just a lot of question marks in my life that existed anyway yeah um And then the quarantine where, like, we went home and all that stuff. Like, it all kind of converged at the same point in time. Yeah. And then I was able to freak out in peace. Yeah. Because the whole world was on pause. Yeah. So I didn't really feel that I was falling behind. I was like, okay, the whole world doesn't know what the fuck is going on right now.
1: And it's interesting how many people I feel like I've met so far have felt that way. Where it's, like, where there's, like, TikToks about it. And it's, like, if you could, like... Um, press a button that would take you back to like January 1st, 2020 and there was no pandemic this year, would you do it? And everyone's like, no. Cause like, even though it's shitty and I know that obviously some people would because of family and stuff. Yeah. But most people are like, the pandemic led me to grow in different ways because we haven't yeah. had, like you said, like everyone's been going so fast. Like I feel like both of us were just sprinting for the last four years and we never like sat back and we like, what are we sprinting to?
0: Yeah, there was just, like, a moving target at all times. You were like, yeah. this, way, this way, this way, this way, this way, this way. And you then know? everything
1: just stopped, and you're like, you can see all the targets, and you're like, oh, maybe like, I will wait. choose one instead of just running into the unknown.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah, I think that was a huge growing process.
1: Yeah. Um. Um. I mean, and then personal life for me was also a big year. And yeah. also, I attribute this to the pandemic and it's kind of scary thinking about like if the pandemic hadn't happened, like what have I had the time and emotional stability to like sit back and think about this Yeah, because the last time I had like a big life change was when I went through a breakup right before I moved in with Gabby and um, I was just living at my mom's house for again, like eight or nine weeks. I wasn't doing anything. I had no job. I had no school. Like I was just like, left with my thoughts a lot. And Mm -hmm. that's when I did a lot of growth. And so I think this kind of felt like the remix of that. I was like, I was like, Oh, I'm comfortable with this. And I know what this is like. And I feel like my brain was like, it's time. (laughs) And then I came out. And so that was exciting. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that was like a, that was another big thing that is just completely different than last year. True. Yeehaw.
0: True. True. Um, Okay. What is your favorite thing to do in your free time?
1: Mm, mine has definitely changed a lot my favorite things are now um i love playing solitaire and watching tv Mm -hmm. i love skateboarding and i love making tiktoks Mm -hmm. what are your favorite things to do
0: i don't know just thinking about that i like watching shows with you yeah i like well, I was enjoying going back to ballet class, but now we are not doing that anymore because we're back in phase three. Uh-uh. Um, but I got like, or phase two. Yeah. But I had a couple of weeks of enjoying my ballet classes. Um, other than that, I like to, I don't know, cook and hang out with my boyfriend and yeah. make cocktails.
1: <laughs> yeah, you biked for a while.
0: Yeah, I was biking for a bit. Yeah, not
1: biked took a little hiatus too recently. I haven't really biked recently either.
0: Yeah, Um, last time that we biked, we went to a a Black Lives Matter protest. That was fun. Oh yeah, that was a a fun bike bike ride. That was nice. Yeah.
1: Um. What is your favorite
0: clothing item you own? Ooh, interesting question. This would probably have to be. I I don't even know what I've been wearing the most lately. Just like anything oversized and comfortable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just really am not into like dressing lately. I'm like, I don't Mm want to see what my body looks like. Not in like a bad way. I just like that now.
1: (laughs) It's so true. Me too. You know, I feel so much more confident when I'm just covered in like when I'm wearing like baggy jeans and a baggy t-shirt and like converse I feel like it's kind of like
0: badass is you're like I know that I'm hot enough to look hot even in this freaking ugly outfit and you don't get to know that
1: yeah and there's something so powerful (laughs) not that the
0: outfits are ugly no but but it's like having
1: cute makeup and then having like a just like a boxy outfit like oh
0: yeah no i think it's fun
1: so i agree with that i feel like that's a product of both like the pandemic where people have been like okay how can we be cute but also cute around the house like because a lot of time like you're taking pics in your outfit but you're still like at home for the most part yeah um and then for me i feel like with clothing items and style it's like the same as you but i feel like a big element of mine was like just figuring out like what my like sexuality and like how gender and all that stuff has been playing into my style. And I think what I've learned is I still do like to dress like more feminine sometimes, but I've realized like over the years, especially in university and especially as of late, like there were so many clothing items that I felt uncomfortable in. And I felt like it was just because I was like, Oh, maybe like the fit's kind of weird or like I couldn't pin what was uncomfortable to me about it. And I was like, I think it's just because that wasn't me. Yeah. Like a lot of, especially like when we were going out to like a club or a bar yeah. and I would just wear like a classic like bar club outfit, like something more fitted and stuff. I was like, this just is not who I am. And I think I just wanted to be that person so bad that yeah. I would do it. Yeah. Um, But it has been very liberating as of late. I feel like I've like, I feel like you used to always tell me like your Pinterest board of your style that you like never has matched what you wear yeah and i feel like now i'm kind of getting more in line with it yeah like i'm actually dressing how i want because i know who i am more
0: yeah
1: yeehaw yeah and uh gabby what is something that you will never do again whoa whoa
0: loaded question
1: date boyfriend number two
0: (laughs) um Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Able, yeah. Do <laughs> you? Um. Okay. Something that I'll never do again. This is a controversial statement, and honestly it's probably a lie. Okay. But whatever. Um. Potentially go get a haircut by someone else, because guys, I've been like kind You're of good. nailing cutting my own hair.
1: Like actually, yeah.
0: So well, it's in a bun. Emma looked at me.
1: I did look, look at my hair, but, but no, she has right been getting really good over the pandemic. Like, yeah. You I really mean, I say
0: that's why because like, I'll probably go back to the hair salon. I, I mean, it'll but probably like, be like
1: if you want to get highlights or low lights, then they'll cut your hair there. But like, yeah, you're not going to go but for on a day to
0: day basis. I'm like, I can cut my own hair. No problem. Yeah.
1: And you were already doing your bangs before the pandemic. And then you were just and you tried a bunch of different trimming styles over the course yeah. of the last six months.
0: Yeah. So I
1: don't know. We'll see. That's cool. What about you? Um, hmm. What a fantastic question, Gabby. Hmm. Um, okay. Something that I'm working on that I know I'll do again. Well, no, I hope I don't do again, but it probably will come up, but I'm getting good about it is what I talked about in a previous episode where I tell people what they want to hear versus what I'm actually thinking or feeling.
0: Oh, that's a good thing to try to stop doing.
1: Yes. And I think I told you guys in a previous podcast episode, and Gabby found out for the first time in it, that I like a girl asked me if I wanted to get lunch before we were going to go do an activity. And Mm -hmm. I said no because I had just ate. And in the past, it would have never occurred to me to say no. I would have always said yes because... I just always catered to other like people. You feel
0: bad saying no. And it's You're stupid. Like, oh, I didn't want to spend
1: money. I had already ate lunch. I was full. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to go and get a salad and not eat it all and then like be that weird person. Yeah. And so that was kind of one of those first like core moments where I was like, oh my God, there's no huge consequence to telling someone no. Yeah. And um, actually it breeds a healthier environment because then I don't resent that person for making me do things I don't want to do, even though... I offered to they do that. They didn't them. know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, just being more honest with people, that's what I've been doing a lot of lately. And I think it's helped me be more honest with myself. So, I'm going to try to not lie to people to convenience them because it doesn't actually convenience
0: them. Yeah. In the end, it's more of a lose lose. Yes. Long term.
1: I know. It's like I'm trying to trick people into loving me. So, I'm like, I will do everything you want. And then I'm like, but I hate all these things. So now you must feel bad. <laughs> and I'm like, why don't I just be myself and they can decide if they like nah. that or not? Shocking. Shocking concept. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah.
0: yeah so I um, don't know. That's our last question.
1: What's our time at? We're uh 47 minutes. <laughs> um Okay, let's do one final question. I've made one up. Oh, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, what is one prediction you have for me a year from now, and what is one prediction I have for you from a what? year? What? Oh my god! <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love this shit.
0: Okay. Oh, let me let me
1: collect you your know, thoughts
0: think about this
1: yeah is there a
0: specific category that i should try to stick to Mm.
1: just life let's stuff. do one career and one life okay
0: um one career thing that i think you'll do is
1: um hmm
0: <laughs> is so i'll hard. go first
1: okay you go <laughs> I think a year from now, career-wise, you're going to be, I think you're going to go through a phase where you start to get a lot of job opportunities and you take them all because you're like, ah, I'm a new person mm-hmm. in the industry. And a year from now, you're going to get to the point where you're like burning out and you're like, hey, I actually need to start turning people down. And that's going to be exciting, but you're going to be really upset about it.
0: But ah. then you're gonna become a baller. Wow, what a nice thing
1: to say! I predict that. Thanks. <laughs> Let's manifest that shit.
0: Thanks. Yeah. Well, I predict that a year from now you might actually be TikTok famous. Ooh. And like, maybe you don't think you're gonna be freelance, but maybe you'll do something that you, it'll inspire you to start Doing your own some venture, fun things related to that. That's fun. I, don't know, I could be wrong.
1: I like that. Could be wrong. Who knows?
0: you're in a real gray zone when it comes to your career so that was like a long shot it's true no I am in
1: a gray zone and I feel like I'm always going back and forth between the fact that I know that I'm good at a lot of things that are conducive to freelance but I also I'm constantly torn between like what's gonna make me feel the most fulfilled and what's gonna like be the best for my mental health yeah so I think that's still a journey I'm going on this year but my goal is to get my mental health in check enough that I can tell what's really like what I can and can't do what the truth is yeah because I feel like I think especially since starting university um and once my mental health got really bad in first and second year um and not to her fault by any means but just because my mom has gone through it all with me, there's been a lot of like can'ts and don'ts, you know, there's been like, Oh yeah. Like you can't be a waitress. You can't work in a restaurant because your mental health can't handle that, which is true. But then it's like, there's just like a buildup of things that I can't do. And I was like, you probably can't freelance because I don't think that that's sustainable for you. And I'm like, that's true. But my therapist is like, okay, but you need to think like if your mental health is not check, the cans and cans are going to change. Yeah. So that's why I'm trying to be super flexible with career stuff and um, I'm still going to like look for a office job mm-hmm. throughout the year just to have that as a security blanket. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Fun. Um romantical. Yeah, manifesting some good shit for me. Nice. Well, you know, <laughs>
0: I think that, like, (laughs) balance it with realistic, but... No, I think it's realistic that I'm not going to make a prediction for how long this relationship will or will not last, but I do predict that you'll be in a healthy, fulfilling relationship to some extent, and you'll have hopefully more experience with that. Yeah. Because I feel like, though I've seen you grow a lot in in the last two years... I feel like this summer, especially since, you know, you started therapy, it seems like you've had a lot more clarity, even on things that I didn't even wasn't really fully aware of before. And now you're just talking about more and being more open and honest about. Yeah. But I feel like you are entering a zone of being more ready for that. Like creating the space for that in your
1: life. I feel like that too. I feel like in so many ways, yeah, like you just don't realize how... Chaotic and not ready, you are until you start to learn about all of your flaws. And I'm like, Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But no, it's true. I do feel like this summer, my therapist really lately like in the last like month or so she's been really kicking my ass she's like not taking my shit anymore she's like no <laughs> you cannot be mean to people because
0: she knows you now yeah now she, she took knows a little me. while to like be like who is emma what is emma yeah
1: she's like i know emma and she's being a little fucking bitch and i'm like ah yes yeah, <laughs> but yeah that yeah. is a fun little journey i hope so too because I in equal parts want a happy, healthy relationship and don't want, I feel like I always associate a relationship with like sadness and harsh, hardship. Yeah, or you know, or hardship, but also hard shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like seeing, I think you and Andrew, especially it's like, and there's like a couple other relationships like that. Obviously I'm not as close to as you guys, but like of other friends where they're in like mm. very healthy seeming relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh wait, like, you're happy most of the time. Like I feel like we hadn't really seen that in our bubble before. Like yeah, I we didn't, were miserable. Our I didn't some of our, associate our friends were,
0: relationships with happy.
1: Me neither. It never even occurred to me. It was yeah. like extreme highs and extreme lows. I was like stress, anxiety, literally babysitting them. Like yeah, just feeling always let down. Like yeah. having the worst brought out in you. And always like
0: having to work on something. Like oh, relationships are hard. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, and. So I feel like I am feeling more optimistic in that respect, but, uh, yeah, I hope so too. Um, I have a relationship prediction and I do think that you'll still be dating Andrew. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah, all good fun. <laughs> okay. cool. No, I think you'll still be dating Andrew. Um, I like Andrew. What I like is that at this time there aren't any like I feel like so many relationships from the get go, there's all there's already a list of if, when, and then, like the things that need to change or will potentially happen in the future. There's like, it's like you're walking down a path and it like forks in four different directions, and you're like, it's only going to work out if it forks in this one direction, you know? Yeah. And so the whole relationship, you're trying to carve it into going yeah, into the direction like, that will way. work for you. Way. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like coaxing them. Yeah. And I feel like this is a relationship where. I, there isn't that element that hasn't been
0: needed that yeah. hasn't
1: been needed and I don't foresee that at this time which is nice and I mean yeah. obviously you never know but if anything if knock on wood you're listening to this next year and you guys aren't together I feel like the fact that you learned that you can have a healthy normal relationship yeah. and you've kind of learned like what you're worth and what <laughs> shit not to take like even if it's not even if Andrew's not the one you marry you're gonna date someone who treats you properly
0: yeah it's true it's giving me a really great like
1: he's setting the bar a lot yeah, higher the than bar was before moved <laughs> the bar was literally the <laughs> subsurface <like. laughs>
0: oh my god I hope that like my ex doesn't ever listen to these things and think that I hate him because I don't yeah I don't I it's know it's easy to talk about bad things. It
1: is easy to talk you know. about all oh, these other good things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you still learn things from that about mm-hmm. yourself. <laughs> no, it's so true. Like, the last girl that I was kind of seeing, she was talking shit about her ex, and she was just like, Yeah, my ex is so fucking stupid, whatever, this, that. Like, just was saying mean things about her. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her, and I was like, Because she had made a few snide comments about her ex before. And I'm like, First of all, like, if you're talking about your ex that much, in that way, you're either not over them or you're yeah. very immature. That's
0: true. Especially to the new person that you're dating.
1: Exactly. And so I looked at her after a few comments had been made. And I was like, you chose to be with this person for X amount of years. Like that was the decision you made. Yeah. And you need to own the fact that like, even if maybe you're not compatible now, at one point you made that decision and you cannot talk with this person. Like they were stupid from the day you met them. And you knew that because you were in love with them. Yeah. And it's so true. I feel like it's that's true. kind of our mindset yeah. overall but yeah when we're talking i feel like when we talk shit about our exes it's more about ourselves like we're talking about like how we yeah. took things and how we reacted to things yeah. and
0: yeah it's true
1: yeah to not not to their so fault hopefully
0: a well-rounded picture of i was problematic as well
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> and now you're perfect <laughs>
0: now i'm amazing yeah. no <laughs>
1: i'm going to listen to this in a year and they'll be like <laughs> you like crying, crying a year from now <laughs> we'll be like you dumb bitch <laughs>
0: You didn't even know. <laughs> Hopefully a year from now, I will be freaking loaded up with a coronavirus vaccine.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just yeah. Walking the streets, balleting it up. <laughs> um, okay.
0: Well, sorry. Do you have any closing comments?
1: I do not think so. I just, I really enjoy doing this episode every year. Yes. I kind of want to go back and listen to the first two years again
0: me too at some point
1: next time i'm on like the subway or something i will yeah um thank you guys so much for listening for hanging in there with us yeah i hope you all have a wonderful week follow me on tiktok if you want to hang out with me on live um usually i make lunch by myself and then talk to you guys (laughs) it's pretty fun yeah it's so exciting ah yes all right okay Have a good one. Bye. See you next week.